Welcome to the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by Seven Sisters Homeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I am very excited today because I am here with one of my two to one conference buddies. I meet the coolest people at this, uh, it's a homeschool blogging conference. So for several years, I've run into um, a really, really wonderful old school homeschooler like Susan and I have been homeschooling since the hills. So uh, this is Susan Stewart. So Susan, would you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your family's homeschool journey? Thank you, Vicki. We began homeschooling in 1981, uh, which at the time was the time in which we homeschooled behind closed curtains. Uh, 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 yeah. That's to say the legal climate was not uh, very uh, friendly to homeschoolers, but we managed. I actually quit teaching in a classroom on Friday and began homeschooling my children on Monday. And so it was a, a fast, huge transition for our family. But I did graduate all three of my children from homeschool. And they are all now launched into the world, and they have blessed us with six grandchildren. And uh, I'm just so thrilled to be able to continue working and helping homeschoolers on their journeys now. So, Susan, tell us about what you do these days with homeschooling, and then we're going to segue into our topic for today, which is uh, careers that don't require college, which is one of my favorite topics. So, so tell us about what you're doing these days. Most of what I'm doing is advice and counsel. I do speak at uh, some homeschool conferences, not as many as I used to. I also continue to write in the homeschool world through uh, my blog, other blogs, um, my Facebook group, Harried Homeschoolers. And I've recently, uh, in the past year, published a new homeschooling book, which is titled Harried Homeschoolers. Uh, My purpose in all of this is to help homeschoolers understand that it's not perfect, that things are going to uh, fall apart, and that it's okay. Life will go on and their children will grow up and will become godly adults, and you're not going to fail them in any way. It's good for people to know because we often are rather perfectionistic and high demand on ourselves, but to know that we are real people raising real teens it really matters because it helps us trust God rather than ourselves, I believe. One of the things I often tell uh, parents, especially Christian parents, is we are not God. We, uh, homeschooling yeah. is not salvation. Yeah, uh, God has just placed us here to train, train up his children, uh, in effect. And uh, my husband and I took the philosophy that we were training godly adults. We weren't teaching children. Awesome. Yes. So, all right. So, Susan, this is one of your favorite topics. And so that's how we chose this topic. Um, You've got a passion for helping teens know that there are careers that don't require college. And it's important to know that these days because college is so expensive. And if you're not called to go, you shouldn't go. So let's talk about like, what would you like homeschool high schoolers to know about college and careers that don't need college? Well, the first thing, and and this is not just for the uh, teens, but this is also for the parents, is redefining success. We as homeschoolers have bought into the idea that to be successful, there must be at least a four-year 
degree. Uh, and that's not always true. Uh, two of my children started college, but got better jobs without the college education and are doing just fine. And my third one started out uh, in the Marine Corps. He went straight from oh. high school into the Marine Corps. And that was uh-huh. his career path mm-hmm. uh, that way. And so there's, there are so many options available that uh, are very successful that don't require that four-year or even higher degree education. Well, let's, let's start with your kids. So give me their trajectory and, and where they ended up and how did they figure out that they could actually make a living without a, a college career? Well, one of the things that uh, helped them was their father, uh, who is a tradesman, an electrician, although he went to some college classes that were required for his trade, he did not have a degree, an electrical degree of any kind. And we were quite fine. Our family was, uh, and he's been successful in that career. Uh, the second thing that happened is they started, the, the two who started college just found out, you know, they were tired. They were tired of, of schooling. So they both just got jobs. Um, my daughter, in particular, she got a part-time job uh, in a retail store uh, owned by one of the uh large tech companies at the age of 20. She has now moved up through this, uh, this tech company into corporate management now, which affords her international travel. Oh my. And uh-huh. no college degree uh, was involved with that. Mm-hmm. Um, my older son, who um, he's a hands-on learner. Uh, in fact, he has some learning uh, difficulties that he needed help in the few classes he did take in college but it was more of a burden. And so he too went and just, he said, I'm just going to get a job. And um, mm-hmm. he thought photography was it, but it wasn't. It was more of a mechanical. And because his mind works differently than others, he's a, he's a wonderful troubleshooter uh, for the company he works for. When they something breaks down, they know they can count on him to do it. And he's been in that position for uh, more than 10 years, doing quite well and has skills that he can take elsewhere if he needs to, because troubleshooting requires more than just one skill. And my son, who uh, went into the military, this was something he had looked at for years. He was in the Civil Air Patrol, so it was just kind of a a nice thing to do. And, of course, he started traveling. And he's now an over-the-road truck driver, which some people look at uh, that as not the uh, prime job. But he's doing something he loves and that he thinks is useful. And he loves traveling around this country, uh, seeing people and meeting people and uh, seeing what our country has to offer. Yeah, I'm really pleased that you're talking about these things. Like there is no shame or embarrassment in being an over the road truck driver. Like that's we Americans need to work on not being snobs about what people's jobs are. So if it is a job someone loves and it's paying their bills, they should do that job. So exactly. Yeah. So how did how did your son transition from the Marines into truck driving? Well, again, part of it had to do with um, the uh, the traveling. Uh, Traveling just kind of seems to be in our our blood. I traveled as a child. I 
we took vacations a lot. And so a lot of it had to do with that for the Marine Corps as well as. And so when he was discharged from the Marine Corps, he looked around, tried several different jobs, and then went to a truck driver training school and uh, learned from there. Uh, again, it was one one of those that he went to some training mm-hmm. for a few weeks, an intensive training for a few weeks. Uh, he did an apprenticeship on another truck uh, with another driver and took the test and received his uh, commercial driver's license. And how long has he been driving now? I know it's more than five years. It's probably, I'm thinking it's close to eight or nine because that's how long we've been living in Texas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys are in Texas. That's right. Yeah. So tell me about when he was looking at the Marines. So he's in high school and he started thinking about the military. And how did you guys sculpt his transcript and his high school experiences so that he was military attractive? Because there are some hoops you got to jump through there. Well, it's interesting. Um, the Marine Corps had always been on his radar. So that that was kind of, okay, that's the recruiting office we're going to go into. And we happened, and this is one of those God things, we happened to meet the recruiter who had recruited the first homeschooler into the Marine Corps. Nah. So yeah. he knew exactly what we needed on the transcript and helped us form the transcript from there. How, how old was um, he at that time? Uh, 19. Okay, so he and, was up, up in the upperclassmen years. So he didn't start yes. out at like eighth grade trying to make this happen. No, 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 no. he had he had already completed all of his high school coursework uh-huh. uh, at that time. Yeah. And of course, the military not only looks at transcripts, but they also... Um, the, every recruit has to take what's called the ASVAP test, which is uh, they, they use that to, uh, for uh, seeing what career path might work for each individual. Yeah. And uh, they base it on the score. And when my son finished his ASVAPs, the um, recruiter handed him a book and said, pick out a career. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's not a test that you can fail. It's more a career strengths kind of test. And yes, uh, yeah, yes. and so the the recruiter already knew homeschoolers and he was excited to have a homeschooler in there it sounds like. And your son knew what he wanted to do. He wanted to be in the Marines. So that was a it took two people who knew what they wanted there. Well, and it's interesting uh the recruiter said that the Marines at that point were uh, anxious to have homeschoolers because one, they respect authority. Uh-huh. Uh, two, they know how to follow instructions. Yeah. And three, they have a higher moral character. They found yeah. that when a Marine, when a homeschooler joined the Marine Corps and took that oath, that oath meant something to yeah. them. And so at that time, they were actively seeking homeschoolers. Now you're. Your son also did Civil Air Patrol. So when did he start doing that? He joined the Civil Air Patrol, uh, I think he was probably 13 or 14. So he had been building that. And and I can't recommend Civil Air Patrol enough. I mean, it has been such a good experience for our local homeschoolers who are thinking in the military or thinking they'd like to fly. 
and it, it's just a good um, life skills training program, but good for building their American citizenship too. Yes, and the Navy has a uh, similar program. I can't remember the name of it, but it, it's a, a similar type program uh, that feeds more into the Navy and the Marine Corps. Now, how did you develop the career like preparation skills in your older kids? So, you know, they decided not to go to college and that was the right decision for them. So when they graduated, they had some life skills that they, you know, that made them employable. Um, what made them attractive to employers that, that you guys worked on during high school? Well, one of the first things is all of our children had part-time jobs. And we did live in a small town, so it was easy for a 13 or 14-year-old to get a little part-time job. Uh, all three of them started out at a local nursery. Uh, just watering plants a couple of times mm-hmm. a week. But it, they had that on their records. Uh, for my daughter, she did follow a typical college course of study, college prep course of mm-hmm. study uh, through high school. But for all three of them, a lot more had to do with what they were doing outside of school, part-time jobs, their service opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, as a family, served Meals on Wheels. They volunteered at the library. Uh, it was all, it was really more of what they did outside of school. Of course, we made sure they had all the basic skills, like filling out an income tax form, writing a check, and how to uh, neatly fill out a job application. Yes. <laughs> yeah, although a lot of those these days are online if they're applying to some of the bigger places. So you guys, what you did is you allowed them at an early age to work some part-time, but it sounds like they eased into that. So I I found that uh, here locally, homeschoolers tend to be such good workers that we have to set boundaries on the bosses and tell them, no, they cannot work 35 hours a week. You know, like they'll they'll push it right up to what the edges of the, the labor rules will be for young people. But it's for you guys, you eased them into that and they didn't overwork, but they were getting good resume building experiences. And, uh, and also then y'all did service work, which is powerful on a transcript. The extracurricular activities on the transcript, uh, whether you're going into the job market or going into college can be uh, as important, if not more important than uh, the uh, actual courses taken. Uh, on the transcripts. So I encourage uh, all parents to to look for those service opportunities, those athletic opportunities, uh, anything outside. Um, Things like my daughter was involved in our local community theater Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, that went went on her transcript as an extracurricular activity. Now I've got another Um, question. Do you have your kids create like a resume? when they are in high school or right after? Like, did they apply for their after-graduation jobs with a resume, or did they just go straight in with a job application? Both, actually. As they uh, had the the small jobs, we started uh, teaching them how to build their resume. And, of course, that's a skill that has changed over the years. The uh, resumes that I used when I was looking for a job were different than the ones my children used. And as you say, so much of it's online now, it is also different. But we did, they had the resume, and we also taught them to uh, how to do a good application. 
There are some applications for jobs that require such things as short essay questions Mm -hmm. to be answered. Mm -hmm. And those skills need to be taught. Yeah, that's a really good point. So to, to have some practice writing job applications while they're still in high school, um, you know, you can get sample job applications and get some practice like writing those little short answers. So also, what did you guys do about transcripts? So there was some discussion the other day on one of the Facebook groups on for kids who are going right into the workforce. Do you create a transcript for those kids and do you do a diploma for those kids? We did. Uh, that And that was our choice. I do know some who, uh, young people who started a job in high school and they just continued with that job. Many of them took, um, in California, there's the California High School Proficiency Exam, which is the equivalent of a high school diploma and others may take the mm-hmm. GED yeah, and uh, we, to do that. Yeah, we have found, I mean, in my opinion, um, just to add my two cents, uh, that Every once in a while, bosses for new jobs, like they could be 28 years old and applying for jobs, will want to see a transcript and a diploma. And so it doesn't happen often, but it does happen occasionally. And also, if for some reason they have um, any glitches in their, their materials they need, if they apply for passports, like missions, trips kind of things, uh, having some school records like an official transcript or diploma is something that may help them along that process. So a little rabbit trail there. Yeah, and, and it's yeah. a good one. Uh, we, we chose the uh, transcript and diploma because, uh, again, you never know what opportunities are going to come up that are needed. And so that, that's why we did it. But we also um, had an um, independent study program for homeschoolers, a private uh, school in California. And even now, um, in more than 15 years after we closed the school, occasionally I'll hear from a graduate that needs the transcript yeah. for a job yeah, application. Yeah. And so, yes, yeah. it can happen. All right. So do you have, from your experience with the other homeschoolers that you have coached and advised, what are some other careers you've seen homeschoolers go into that didn't require college? Well, of course, some of the most famous, and Mike Rowe has made these very famous, are mm-hmm. the trades. The trades, such as electrician, uh, carpentry, plumbing, uh, we need more of those in this country. There's not enough people going into those because they're being kind of funneled right. into college. And uh, some. Um, of those programs, you can go to a community college, and they will have a trade track mm-hmm. to go through. Uh, you can do an apprenticeship through a private company and learn. Uh, trade unions have apprenticeship programs. And so there's a number of opportunities, and that's probably, a, I think, the biggest skill that is needed uh, are the mm-hmm. trades. Uh, but there are so many other options available that um, my mind is going blank on even even what's available. Uh, my son, who was in photography for a while, uh, he learned the photography through an apprenticeship with a uh-huh, photographer. Yeah, uh-huh. And th- the colleges only 
uh, offered a few photography classes. And so there was no real training except getting a camera and getting out there and going mm-hmm. with somebody and learning from, he learned from the very basics of developing film all the way through doing it digitally yeah. uh, by working with a professional in that and there's, area. There's so many careers that you can do that by, if you know the right person, to just get in there and be their assistant and learn the hands-on way in a trade. So I know one of our young graduates learned to be a surveyor by just going out. It started at the bottom of the rung and, and being the gopher at an agency that did that and has worked his way up. And people in various, like your daughter in the retail, if you have drive, there are ways to advance up the ladder. And you know, a lot of homeschoolers do have that just natural, I'm going to do a good job. There are a lot, well, of, and, a lot of opportunities, uh, yeah. A lot of our teens, 18, 19, and even in, into 20 and 21, don't know what their skills and gifts are yet. Yes. And yes. so they go to college and they amount this huge debt and by 30, it's not what they're really gifted and talented with. I majored in undecided for one full year of college because I just didn't know Mm -hmm. at that point. Whereas if they take a track that is things like getting a job or Mm -hmm. traveling for a little while or even a short-term mission, they can start to see what their gifts and their talents are. where they're leading to and maybe they are leading to something that will be a need of college education but uh to jump right into it just because you have finished high school does everybody a disservice in so many and so we really encourage high schoolers to do some good career exploration and to have a lot of life experiences like you've done with your kids and sometimes they do need that year off where they do that the gap year and do some short-term missions um, or do some traveling so that they have a chance to develop that maturity and self-awareness to know what to do. So, yeah. Okay. Well, Susan, I've got to wrap it up. So I'd like for you to share how people can find out more about what you've done and how to get connected with your resources. Well, thank you. Um my, uh, they can connect with me through uh, Facebook. They'll find me, uh, Susan K. Stewart. I have a Facebook group that's called Harried Homeschoolers. Just uh, search for it on uh, Facebook. And we talk about all kinds of problems and some practical solutions to those problems on there. You can also find me at my website, which is practicalinspirations.com. And practical inspirations is all one word. And if you go to the my store, you will find my homeschool books there, including Harry Homeschool. That is awesome. So Susan's got a lot of good practical experience, and she's a real person. And I really appreciate people who are just down to earth and care about other people. So check out her resources. All right. Well, thank you, Susan, for being here. This has been the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.